guys, it's me, Kirsten. Hi, hey, what's up? Happy Friday. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly podcast for the week of January 19th. It's Giving Mystical, and we are talking this week about the Nine of Swords, which is not an easy card. And sometimes when I pull cards with people, I want to just like put it away. <laughs> I'll pull a card and I'll just be like, nah, nobody wants to hear about the Nine of Swords this week. But there's no turning away. There's no turning away from the difficult moments. The Nines are completion. So we'll start with that. The Nines are completion, which means that whatever you find yourself up against this week, know that it is coming to an end. Know that the sun will rise again. Know that nothing lasts forever. And know that so much of our sorrow comes from our mind, comes from our ideas about the way it's supposed to be, the way it should be, about the way it was. So much of our sorrow comes from trying to push past the uncomfortableness, the discomfort of this current moment to find a solution. Like if I just think about it harder, if I just work at it or see it more clearly or find the right words, I'll be able to feel better. I'll be able to find my way forward. And you will find your way forward because life is constant. Life is constantly changing. And there are limitless forces at work. Limitless forces at work. So it's something that could feel like impossible and impenetrable one minute, one breath can crack open and be completely different the next. And you have allies in places you will never see. You have allies conspiring on your behalf in ways and in moments and in experiences that you will never ever know about. You will never ever know about some person three degrees removed from you who made a choice, who made a change, who chose to move this way and it impacted the choices of seven other people who ended up showing up at your doorstep with a new idea, a new way, a new possibility. The whole idea of a butterfly flapping its wings, creating a tsunami on the other side of the world is both negative and positive. There's a million choices in a moment, in a breath, in a life. All of those choices are creating the universe within which you exist. So the idea that our mind could somehow grasp that the idea that our mind could somehow control that or plan for that or know what is to be is false. And a lot of our suffering comes from the insistence, the pressure to figure it out, to have an answer, to think your way past the discomfort, the pain, the suffering that is part of humanity, part of existence. The truth is, the horrible, horrible truth is that you will lose everything you love and you've heard that before, and you know it to be true. And what do you do with that truth? What do you do with that reality, that groundless ground that Pema Chodron would talk about? What do you do with that fact? It sucks, dude. It sucks. The fact that things don't stay the same, especially when we're happy, sucks. The fact that we can't hold on to things like power, like love, like safety, that those things are fleeting in their exterior, in their external creation, their external manifestation is hard. And yet there's something that happens when we're willing to face that. Turn away from nothing because that is the place where you create everything. Turn away from nothing because that is the place you will create 
everything. What that means is that there's no turning away, there's no avoiding the difficult moments in life. So how fully can you be with it? How fully can you be with what is happening in this moment? Knowing it will change and knowing that it's teaching you, sometimes it's a hard lesson, man, but it is teaching you that love is not something outside of you, that safety is not something outside of you, that peace is not something outside of you. These are currents and energies that make up who we are and that we have eternal and constant access to. Eternal and constant access. And the idea that if we turn away from the difficulties, turn away from the discomfort, turn away from the pain, that somehow it will be better is a lie. Sorry, that sounds kind of tough, but it is. At the same time, you can modulate. Like sometimes you just can't handle it. Sometimes you just need to like bury your head and not look. But that's part of the rhythm too. Like the rhythm of that is the truth that you need to rest in this moment, that you need to retreat in this moment, that you need to curl up. I've talked to you guys a lot about Liz Coach, one of my teachers, and the way she talks about the importance of curling in. So this week, wherever you are, I hope that it's an easy week for you. I hope you hear me talk about this nine of swords and you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, Kirsten. Everything is easy and lovely. I hope that for me too. But if this is coming up for us and if this is something for us to address, you just have full permission to handle it the way you need to, which sometimes will mean curling up. Sometimes it will mean just a deep involution and quieting of the need to to do and to fix and to make it better. Sometimes we just need to kind of seep in the fact that we don't feel okay and things aren't okay. And that's true at the same time, it's true that everything is okay. And this is true at the same time that if you are here and you are breathing, there is some way in which it is okay. Nine of Swords, difficult energy. It will not last. It's the card of the dark night of the soul. Just notice whether your friend, your friend, your mind is being a friend or an ally in this or whether your mind is causing you more pain. The Nine of Swords can also come up when we're watching someone we love suffer, which can be almost more unbearable than our own suffering. And if that's the case, trust them, trust them, trust their journey, trust their path, trust the fact that whether someone is older than you, younger than you, you have no measure of their soul. You have no measure of what they came here to do and who they came here to be. And so if they're struggling, one of the most beautiful things you can offer them is your peace in the face of their struggle, is your sense of safety and groundedness and love and acceptance of the confusion acceptance of the discomfort, acceptance of the struggle, to say that like it doesn't change how I feel about you, it doesn't change my love for you, it doesn't change my deep, deep knowing of the fact that you're going to be okay, that you will find your way through. So the Nine of Swords does not last forever, but when it's happening, it can, it can be rough. So a lot of compassion, a lot of patience with yourself, a lot of tenderness. And I know you're hearing a lot of people say this right now, but January is January for a reason, and it gives us permission to pause. It gives us permission to resource into our own power. And I talked on the January forecast about this idea of your power, the magician, and the way it needs to be informed by your wisdom and the way those two things are dialoguing. And that is a quiet, private, singular conversation that maybe you have external input into, but probably it's a conversation you need to be having with yourself. That could be part of what you run up against in this Nine of Swords week. It could be like, a dissonance between what you know to be true and what you would like to be true or what you know to be true and what the world is telling you you should want and be and so just like so much compassion and so much sense of there's something happening here I might not love it but I can survive it 
and I might be struggling, but I am also more than the struggle. I am fuller than the struggle. Nine of Swords also has to do with addiction, so just pay attention to things around addiction, and I'll say it for a hundredth time, but addiction for me, one of my favorite definitions is this idea of the narrowing of what brings you pleasure. Antidote or the medicine for the Nine of Swords is gratitude is perspective, is pleasure, is nature. So it's a great time to go out into the world and put your feet on the ground and hug a tree. And I know that sounds like adorably hippie Kirsten of me, but there's great power. I was watching, we've had these incredibly windy days these past uh, few, and I have these epic pine trees on my property. They're actually the reason I bought this house and the reason I fell in love with this land. And they were whipping around like feathers in the air with this wind and they were so mighty and flexible and just watching them sway and move and bend and yet stay so powerfully strong stevie likes that it was really impressive and admirable and i just if there's a way in which you need to be reminded of the majesty of the earth the majesty of this world and the fact like i said in the beginning millions of things are happening in a breath in a moment billions of things are happening in a breath in a moment and you never know how the tide will turn so the one thing i can say to you about the nine of swords is any way it's telling you things are stuck here it is wrong it is wrong that is that is not the way the world works babies not the way the world works sending you an extra dose of love an extra dose of grounding in this week ahead and remember the fact that gravity is with you that gravity has never let you go and the earth life takes you just as you are in any way that you can offer that to the people around you who might be struggling aho deep deep medicine to say to someone i see you struggling and i can be with that i can be with that love you all take such good care bye It's giving everything is sacred. It's giving art. It's giving light you up and turn you on and set you free. It's giving curiosity. It's giving freedom. It's giving love. It's giving you are more magical and powerful than you can comprehend. It's giving, I don't know what's happening, but I am so here for it. It's giving you are pure potential. It's giving mystical.